Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where we go through the official Marvel handbook and talk about the characters we know and love and have forgotten along the way. Uh, I'm your co- well, temporary host, Jordan, and with me today is someone who was second in command and kind of rose to power, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Kendall. Yes, Kendall's here to help me out talk about uh, the Black Llama, who until this until this uh, entry I never heard about. Uh, any is this the same with you, Kendall? All right, yeah, yeah, no, I had I had never heard of him before. I had to look him up, um, and uh, yeah, uh, first appearance in Iron Man fifty two, I think. Uh, I read fifty three, his... and you you said he did. It says fifty three here, so I'm guessing they're they're counting the actual issue where he was doing more. Than, than, okay, okay, than, yeah. So, okay, that makes that actually makes a lot more sense. Um, because he did not appear in issue fifty two, but it's good that I read it. Um, okay, yeah, the whatever, whatever, uh, um, whatever, uh, what random website I was on, probably like something. I think it was this uh, Marvel dot com. Um, <laughs> uh, said 52, um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I, who knows, who knows how well their fact checkers are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I started at issue 52 and basically it's, there's this guy, uh, the red something, the, the red fire flame something. What's he, what's he called? Um, I think it's, what is it? It's worked. Uh, Raga the yeah, Flame, Ra- I, think, yes, I yes. think they call him of something. Yes, Raga, Son of Fire. <laughs> oh, that's And it. he okay. is like, yeah. he's part of this like demonic hippie cult. Uh, and uh, he catches his the girl that is in, in the cult kissing somebody else. And apparently that is uh, getting, that is a uh, betrayal of her demonic vows. Uh, and so the hippies all decide they're going to uh, burn her alive. And then the ritual somehow summons black llama and then uh, Iron Man punches him. I think that's, ba- that's, that's basically <laughs> the summary of the two issues. Uh, or actually no, or no, or, Oh no, 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 no. He almost gets. Okay. The first issue ends in like, almost like a Batman 66 cliffhanger of him being like, stuck in like sinking into lava that is he's like it's hot enough to melt my suit and hot enough to burn me alive <laughs> uh slowly sinking as as people watch on just as he did when the unicorn walked into the sea <laughs> have you um have you read much uh early iron man no i've looked up some of them once in a while uh some of them are uh, besides being wordy at times, they're also just kind of off the wall. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those things where like I I I'll probably go back and like look at them d- during the times that I'm researching stuff for uh, Alphabet Flight, and then and I've 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 actually like sat down and like read through a whole <laughs> series before, just because I got like down a rabbit mm-hmm. hole of research. Um, even just now, I was actually like glimpsing a little bit through the superior iron man which uh as as i was talking before we started recording is the only other time i could find that they mentioned black llama 
and he was basically and he was basically talking to a kid and he was like who was giving his backstory about how there was an accident at uh, Stark Industries and that kind of got you know got him gamma radiated mm-hmm. and blah 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 right and, and like at one point he was like he's like he told him the date because you know he he knew it because he knew what had happened to him and Stark was like oh yeah that day and he's like he's like oh I had a lot of things to do like this I think it also was like a point where he was. He was kind of hinting at that he was also heavily, heavily drunk, but but he's just like that was also the day the Black Llama mm. appeared, and he's like who? And so he like just gave him an explanation, and it, and it was a quick flashback. Okay, yeah, and that and kid, the, the kid is Kid Abomination. I remember that from the Superior yes, Iron Man. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, because Superior Iron and Man he, was like, <laughs> uh, it was the aftermath of. Axis, I think, was what it was called. Yes, where all the good guys yeah, became bad they, guys, and all the bad guys became good guys. But he he stayed and, bad yeah. for for after it for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. and he started, yeah. and that's when he started drinking again. So he was yeah. he was in in issue in issue fifty two. He is sober at that point because they offer him okay. a drink, and he says something about like not drinking anymore. So I thought that was interesting okay. because I I just looked up and Demon in a Bottle is is 120. So okay. so okay. this is so way before really Demon in a Bottle, home. but like five this is like 5 6 years before Demon in a Bottle, but he's still the alcoholism is a is a plot point which I which I think is kind of which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Even in the 70s, that's actually kind of you know, the, the, that is kind of interesting that they had it since then. Yeah. Um but let's let's get into this uh entry now. Okay. <laughs> And uh, anyways, we've got the Black Llama. His real name is King Gerald, uh, has no known aliases, and identity is secret. His occupation is ruler of the Kingdom of Grand Rapids and former mystic guru. Oh, by the way, that that reminds me. I I, after he told Kid Abomination the story, he was like, "Well, how did he hold that golden orb with his paws?" You know, like, and he's like, "No, not llama, L L A." M-A. Did you think I was fought an animal? He's like, no, no, this is L-A-M-A, as in like a, a mystic or guru. <laughs> um, his citizenship is Kingdom of Grand Rapids. His place of birth is Kingdom of Grand Rapids, fragmented America of the Earth 7511. So he's a dimensional traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, his known relatives is Princess Susan, his daughter. And his group affiliation is ruler of his kingdom, formerly allied with Death Squad, and formerly master of Raga and others. His education has been unrevealed, and as we talked about, his first appearance is in Iron Man number 53, back in 1972. That's, uh... Let's see. And let's see. We... For the... You 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 read the issue, so you saw the the uh, covers, right? Yes. Um... So this is for fifty three. It's the one with the scales on it. It's uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's uh got the, it's a little smaller than normal though. Like it's got it's boxed in. Like I I remember um, Arden and Perry were talking about like the first appearance of the Black Knight, and that one has like for some reason like they just shrunk. The, what would normally be a cover, so they could put in like the Avengers on on the spine, mm-hmm. sp- what is like the spine of it. This kind of feels a little bit of the same, but it's more of just they put it in a, a yellow box. Yeah, and it looks like that's kind of how the templating of 
of uh, most of the issues around this time were from about from about issue forty through. Uh, yeah, like around, it looks like, well, it, I don't know, uh, uh, for, for about 10 or 20 or 30 issues, they've, they've got various versions of the sort of, uh, like the Iron Man logo is isolated. It's not like over top of the picture. And then there's like a title at the bottom. Um, yeah, but, uh, fate is the black llama. I like I've been, I've been uh, reading some of these 70s mm-hmm. comics lately and I I do like the yeah. dialogue on the front. Yeah, um I think we've uh we've talked about this before like some one of the things that's kind of we've missed is the cover copy. Like it not necessarily has to be the same kind of tone that they have in the comic itself, mm-hmm. but just that those old like everyone like shouting in in dramatic poses on the front have always been kind of these um just these uh, have created these some like I, amusing, but also great covers. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh right now. I'm collecting uh, quitting covers. So, uh, like, yeah. I've got um, oh. a a reprint of the Spider-Man No More issue, and then I have the issue Ooh. where uh, where Cyclops quits the X-Men, and he says, like, just I quit. And uh, oh. <laughs> I've got Howard the Duck saying, uh, you know, Howard the <laughs> Duck No More, and now he's Howard the Human. Um. And, uh, yeah, a couple, a couple other, uh, neat ones, but, um, but like, I, I, oh, I have, good. now that you mentioned that, like the, the dialogue on the cover specifically, like that is definitely an older thing. It hasn't happened as much with, uh, newer books. Yeah. Um, and also as something that we also been trying to do a lot there, we mentioned who created, uh, King Jer- Gerald, the black llama here is he was created uh, together by Mike, Mike Frederick, George Tuska, and Jim Starling. I definitely remember Jim Starling. The other names I probably should know, but I can't I can't recall mm, them all. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Somet- sometimes, sometimes the names jump out at me. Sometimes, well, the thing is, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, Iron Man in the seventies is not exactly an A list book. Um, yeah, it, it's. I mean, Iron Man. That was, I mean, even up through, uh, up through the mid two thousands, like that was a big thing, uh, with fans with it being like Iron Man versus Captain America. And they're like, who the heck is Iron Man? I mean, like, like what he is not on the level of Captain America. Um, yeah, but you know, you had the, you had the, and I, I don't know. I felt like the writing, even for the, even for the time, like I could kind of tell that this was like a second tier book. It's it's interesting when you read old <laughs> comics and because uh, like right now, nowadays, I feel like I mean, there's good comics and there's bad comics, but a lot of times they have like a consistent tone or a consistent style. But like when you read when you read like one of the classic runs, like you read you're like reading along and it's like, oh, that's not that that's nothing special. And then you like read like three issues and it's like, wow, that was really good writing. And then, and really good art and really good everything. And then you get to the next issue and you're like, never mind, back to normal. Uh, <laughs> like, um, the, where I first runs are, where it's like runs are more consistent these yeah. days than, than they were back then. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, 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 I, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, I think the, you know, just the writing, just the, the, and there still are, you know, 
runs that are uneven now. And there are still runs that are really something special, but yeah, like the, I even, I, I noticed it. The, the, the first time that I noticed it specifically was when I was reading uh John Constantine Hell, Hellblazer and oh. uh, got, it was like, I mean, which was like eighties, nineties. Um, so not too yeah. crazy old, but I got to the dangerous habits storyline, the, the famous storyline where he, um, yeah, he, he tricks, yeah, the devils he, yeah, he tricks the devils cancer. exactly yeah, to cure his cancer. And, um, it's like, I mean, it's good throughout, you know, and that, that is, that is right mm-hmm. smack in the middle of the Garth Ennis run. So it's like, you know, it's good mm-hmm. no matter what, but it's like, you're kind of just like tre- treading along and then you get to that and it's like everything comes together for that for that story arc and then mm. it just kind of keeps going and it's like <laughs> like it's like four of the best issues of any comic that I've ever read and then just back to you know solid uh, but. all right so oh um this is just a side thing that we might cut there, but have you noticed, speaking of like inconsistent writing, have you noticed the uh, Spider-Man run lately? I haven't gotten a chance to read it, but I've heard it's been doing not so good. Um, so uh, you're talking about Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man? Um, I'm, I'm actually really liking yeah. it. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought that the, so the Nick, so I, I mean, I'm... I'm a, I'm a mark for, for Spider-Man, no matter what I've been reading Spider-Man for 20 years almost. And, uh, and I don't think there's been a bad run that whole time. Um, but I will say like the Nick Spencer run went on like six months too long. Like it was, it just sort of got a little bit, a little bit meandery toward the end. Um, and then once Zeb Wells jumped on, it's been, it's been really interesting I think a lot of the criticism is that that I've heard is more like um, issues with the uh, I don't know like like issues with like the mythology plot like the ongoing plot like like issue to issue it's been really good it's been really good but people have issues with because they've uh, there's this pl- there's this uh, Mary Jane and Peter are no longer together and it took them 25 issues to explain why. Um, and some people didn't like it and some people not so, and some people, but I, but I, but I actually, I actually kind of liked it. I, um, I think again, it took, you know, it took a little bit longer than I would have liked. Like, I think maybe after 12 issues, they could have explained it, but, um, they explained it pretty well. Um, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, all the, all the little bits about it. Uh, and I also don't like, Peter dating Mary Jane. So that helps. Um, I think that Mary Jane is a much more interesting character as a sort of ex-girlfriend that has her act together than as a, a, a wife or girlfriend for Peter. Like, I think Peter should be a mess. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that as it being an ex, I still like, and we, uh, I've heard Art and Perry say this too, is like, they also kind of like Spider-Man as a mentor figure, like just basically letting him like finally like stop get having like all that terrible Mm -hmm. luck. And, and you're right. Like him, even in that situation with like Mary Jane as like an ex that basically needles him whenever he's trying to help out would still be good to Mm -hmm. me. Like that's still an interesting idea. So 
yeah, it's 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 been like back and forth. Like people have been talking about a mess, and I think the latest announcement they did with about Ms. Marvel, I think, is what a lot of people are up in arms about. So I don't want to get into that any any bit. But <laughs> the, man. I, okay, I will I will say I will say with the Ms. Marvel thing is is weird. I mean, she's obviously yeah. not. I mean, she's going to be dead for six months at the most. Like, like yeah. she's not like it's it's a weird it's a weird choice to announce that they're going to kill her off. She hasn't been that major of a character in the Spider-Man book. Like she's she's yeah, not to not to Peter. Like I think I mean she hasn't hardly been um, in the book at all. She's the she's an intern at wow. She's an intern at Oscorp and shows up from time to time, but she's a she's barely a character in the book. Um yeah it. And, uh, it's, it's, but, 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 mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, so like, I think, I think killing her off in Spider-Man is a weird choice. Like, you know, if you're going to have mm-hmm. a death that should be in her book, um, yeah, it's weird that they're doing it five months before the movie that she stars in is coming out. So obviously <laughs> she's going to be like, there's going to be a Ms. Mm. Marvel number one starring Kamala Khan in November, like no, yeah. no matter what, no matter what. Um, and, and I don't mind, I don't even mind, like, like if you wanted to do a six issue, the death of Ms. Marvel, because somebody had a cool idea of how to kill her and bring her back. Um, you know, that's, that's one thing. Uh, I, I do, I would, I would not be surprised at all if they bring her back with the power set from the MCU. Um, and that's, that's what a lot of people are thinking. And also, and also retcon her to be a mutant. Um, maybe do something with Krakoa. Um, so like, I mean, it, it's, it's setting itself up to be a rough story, but that's, I mean, and it's also obnoxious that it's, ha- that it's going to happen in, in spider. And also that they announce, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the right way of doing yeah. it, but like, like <laughs> yeah. them announcing it in, in amazing Spider-Man 26 or uh, announcing it like in advance that it's going to happen in amazing Spider-Man 26. Yeah. And that there's going to be this one shot that features a bunch of characters that, she may or that she may or may not have even like really had a lot of interaction yeah. with. And yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a weird choice, but that is, but, but honestly, yeah. that is not even, that's not the Spider-Man story. Like that's very clearly yeah. Zeb Wells is telling. And the other cool <laughs> thing is that this, this weird, this weird Mary Jane randomness goes all the way back to, uh, to a character named freak from like the first couple months of brand new day. Um, and, and there's like, there's a, when they, when they started to reveal everything, it was like, check out these issues from brand new day. And I went back and it was Zeb Wells, the same guy that's writing it wrote like a three issue arc in like 2008 about this, about this uh, character, uh, that had like Mayan symbols, which is weird because that ha- that has very different in two thousand Mayan stuff mm-hmm. in two thousand eight is very different than now because it's we're well yeah. after two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like doing this; it was weird stuff, and so going back and reading those issues added a lot of context to the current run. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm I'm really enjoying it, but I'm but again I'm I'm very open-minded with Spider-Man stuff. I also really like, uh, the Dan slot book, uh, the, um, 
the end of the spider verse or whatever the, his, his event was. And then introducing spider boy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about them introducing another character that, that like retcon, that's like a retcon <laughs> of, of like, I've always been here, like, like a Jessica Jones or a Sentry, <laughs> but, um, he seems, he seems interesting. And, uh, Dan Slott is my, is one of my favorite writers and he's excited about the character. So, you know, I'll, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good when the writers are like full, like full invested in whatever they're working on because yeah. then they, it, they put, they put their yeah. all and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, and, uh, there also, I mean, there also was a few, a few issues ago. I think it was Joe Kelly did a, did a two issue, um, Spider-Man black cat adventure where it was like Spider-Man yeah. and black cat went like on a like weekend ski trip together and just happened to be <laughs> the same place that Mary Jane and her boyfriend were. And so there's like awkwardness. And then they fought against these people that like, um, it's like they, they did like, it was, it's like super villain paintball. Like, like you, like they had super villain costumes and they were like, we're doing like, or, or actually it was more like LARPing than, than paintball. Like it was like, it was like one person is the hero and everybody else is the villains and they're fighting using like super villain technology, uh, that was, that's stolen. Uh, but it's like, you know, they got the safety switch on and then of course somebody gets killed because the safety switch is off and then it's a murder mystery or whatever. And it was just like, it was just like the most, it was like, it was this two issue story that was like some of the best stuff that I've read in a long time. <laughs> Uh, that's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but Black anyways, Llama. Black Llama. <laughs> Can you tell this is a really random? Okay. Like I said, um, Tony Stark like punches him. I think he like tries to yeah, punch him and, and doesn't do a good. And then he punches him. I also just thought it was funny that the bad guys were, were hippies in like a, in like yeah. a 1970, <laughs> in like an early seventies book about, uh, you know, rich capitalist. And then the bad guys are, the bad guys are <laughs> demonic hippies. So it's like, halfway in between like hippie panic and satanic panic. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was, that was pretty uh, good. Anyways, it says here, the kingdom of grand rapids was one of dozens of independent mini states in fragmented America on the North America of earth. Seven, five, one, one Gerald, like his interdimensional counterpart, Gerald Ford. That's another thing. He's, He's supposed Gerald to be Ford. Gerald Ford's counterpart. But yes, he was second in command, had a daughter named Susan, and came to power when the country's leader was forced to abdicate. However, the pressures of the crown were too great for King Gerald, and he fled using a golden globe-shaped interdimensional transporter, apparently created by Lord Professor Teller, leaving Princess Susan in charge, and backed by the devious Perrin and Baroness Rockler. The globe took Ger Gerald to northern India of Earth-616 where he sought answers to his fears by opening a meditation school, concealing his features, and calling himself the Black Lama. Realizing that the globe's cosmic imbalance would drive him and others mad unless he returned home, Gerald searched for a substitute to return in his place. Discovering a young man whose unrequited love had turned to raging hatred, the Lama spent years teaching him the inner meditation needed to turn emotion into power. Using this man, and that's Raga, mm. Raga the son of fire to spearhead a coordinated effort by all of his students 
The Lama sought to balance the madness, allowing Raga to take his place. Raga moved to California and started his own commune of followers, perfecting the power of ge generating intense heat and calling forth lava. Yep, those are the so hippies I was talking about. Enough, <laughs> and apparently with enough uh, anger and, and, and learning to channel that it emotion, you can summon lava <laughs> i guess i like that i like uh, that it was his... initially there was like unrequited love issues but then there's like this is like a completely different girlfriend that he's jealous of in uh <laughs> in, in this in this issue and some of this information must have been covered because I, I i searched for um earth 7511 must have been covered in iron man number 80 and 81 looks like there's a story yeah, about that cause... so yeah, like like I like we I said in there is like he's only had like one modern appearance since then, and he sh showed up. It sounds like he showed up in like some couple of arcs, so maybe not like in in like one issue. Mm -hmm. Like like in his reveal, you said it was like kind of started in the one and then yeah appeared fully in there. It sounds like a lot of this stuff also happened other times in the Iron Man run, and it was like oh he's been he's like this year's recurring villain uh -huh, for Iron uh -huh. Man, you know? Or this, I mean, this is a couple years later. This would be, this would be almost five years later because it'd be 30 issues later. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I guess but, if you're only having 12 issues a year and the, and yeah. this stuff isn't crossing over constantly. Uh, but his reckless use of his powers attracted Iron Man's attention, forcing the Llama to intercede. Sending Raga and Iron Man to a dimension where intense emotions allowed them to grow to giant size. Uh, when Raga apparently died in the battle, Lamba abandoned his plan and instead sought a proper channel via a super villain that's in quotes war, promising the inner harmony needed to hold power by conferring the Golden Globe on the winner. Uh, this is what he recounted to Kid Abomination, mm. by the way, is when he did this contest. Okay, and as I said, I'm going to say. The names in the in the things just once, but I'm then going to correct them because they've they've thankfully changed into there. Uh, the Yellow Claw, who is now Planchu, they've gave him his his actual name now. So it's Planchu. Apparently killed the Mandarin in the first combat with Iron Man, later forcing Planchu to flee. As the madness spread, the Llama became plagued by visions of warped reality, unwittingly establishing a mind link mind link with another troubled psychic. Tony Stark's former girlfriend, Maureen Rogers, who began appearing in his nightmares. The Llama then formed the Death Squad, and that was Manbull, Melter, and Whiplash, and sent them to attack Iron Man at the San Diego Comic Convention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's... Uh, okay, well, while trying to kill Iron Man with a scimitar, the Llama was shot by the Melter, who wanted Iron Man for himself. The Llama teleported away, while Doctor Doom, the Red School Skull, and, again... They call him Fu Manchu, but it's uh, Zhang Zhu, uh, who's he's he, who's the he's the father of uh, Shang Chi, right? I I I, I don't know my Shang Chi that they... much. Um, I think it's I I I will say I will say uh, I mean that sounds that sounds right, but uh, but I but also maybe me yes. saying that sounds Shang right is racist, so. <laughs> I don't know but, uh... that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, again, thankfully they've they've. Learn to mark away from the the names they gave him back there because of the yellow scare and that became inherently racist. So he's actually Zhang Zhu now, which is a lot better if you ask me. Anyways, so the, while Doctor Doom, the Red Skull, 
and Zhang Zhu re- refused involvement, the Lama turned to Modok and the Mad Thinker, arranging the latter's escape from prison, unwittingly using Marine Rogers as a t- conduit. Uh, Firebrand, Gary Gilbert, which, oh, uh, interesting fact, that's the Firebrand who tried to organize the villains against Scourge. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you remember, but there there was that time when Scourge basically gunned down 12, 12 villains in a, at the bar with mm. no name in Medina, Ohio, and he was the one who tried to basically set up that meeting and was going to try and get everyone to figure out what they were going to do, not realizing that it basically led Scourge right to them. I, uh, Firebrand, I actually, I'm not familiar with that story. I actually am not... I don't know who Scourge is. It's... Uh, it's one of the more interesting things, especially with the the handbook stuff, because back in the original handbook, when they did what they did, instead of having just ent- like this one they, they, with updated, they have the entries and they just kind of like let you know if they died mm-hmm. or resurrected, died, blah, blah. Now, like they, they're not marked there. They had the Book of the Dead, which was like appendix there, where it's like all the Marvel characters that were dead at the time that they made it. And... <laughs> And it was funny because, like, every other entry in the Book of the Dead was, he died in Medina, Ohio, at the Bar of No Name, when Scourge, <laughs> like, for, for, so for, like, the first edition, it was, like, Scourge, 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 Scourge. Is, is Scourge, uh, so, mm-hmm. and Scourge is not another name for another character. N- no, but uh, a lot of characters, especially uh, people you wouldn't think, have taken on the Scourge persona. Okay. Um, I know Red Skull at one point convinced someone to be Scourge. Uh, I think it was e- either Red Skull or Hydra brainwashed uh, D-Man to be Scourge for a while. So, like, it, it's, it's been... It's ba- but it's basically the idea is that the... Uh, whether for their own nefarious purposes or a twisted sense of justice, someone who basically guns down villains... And it's usually the the D-listers and so lower. <laughs> uh, Firebrand escaped with the Thinker and soon was afflicted with the madness, receiving hallucinatory visits from Marianne, leading him into the fray. The Thinker seized control of Iron Man, using him to attack Modok, who apparently killed the Thinker, taking control of Iron Man himself. The Llama sent Modok against uh, against Planchu, who apparently killed him. Iron Man was revealed to be an android, the real one held captive by the still-alive Thinker. Drawn into the madness but bolstered by visions of Marianne exhorting him to be free, Iron Man broke his bonds and defeated the Thinker. Realizing the Thinker still lived, the Lama teleported Planchu to face him but found Iron Man there instead. Iron Man defeated Planchu but was himself defeated by the arriving Firebrand. Huh, that's probably a rare win for Firebrand. Uh, declared the Llama's champion, Firebrand attained the globe, which opened a dimensional warp. The Llama and Firebrand stepped through, followed by Iron Man. Once home, the Llama's madness passed. Discovering that the years away were only months on his Earth, and that uh, Baron Rockler was staging a coup, Gerald recruited Iron Man to his side. So basically, he's like, oh no, you've got to help Gerald Ford save the... <laughs> uh... Uh, however, Firebrand joined Baroness Rockler, who poisoned her husband and allow- allied herself with Lord Professor Teller. Though beset by the same madness he had afflicted, uh, that had affected the Black Llama, Iron Man defeated Firebrand and Teller's weapon, restoring Jared to his throne. Uh, and restoring Jared to his throne, 
Jared used the globe to return Iron Man and Firebrand home. And I guess now that he was home, he wasn't, like, involved trying to cause crazy madness or anything there. Um, so we've got stat, the stat box here where it's like... The grid system still was weird. I, I, I you know, the, the bars, I mean, it's... But anyways, we've got height 5 feet 9 inches, weight 160 pounds. His eyes are blue and his hair is black. Abilities and accessories. Black Llama's golden globe of power allowed him to travel to different dimensional planes, becoming intangible when bridging them. The device also instilled mystic ability, making him a powerful hypnotist who could use meditation and emotion to generate power, and to develop power in others. Maddened by cosmic imbalance, he infected others and unwillingly established mind links. The Llama also once wielded a scimitar. King Gerald has nine gemstones embedded in his forehead. And that's the Black Llama. And as I said uh, before we started, uh, we've got a new segment where we do a little trivia. So, so before we before we go into that, I have one more aside. I just wanted to comment because you were you were talking about it. First of all, a story where the Mad Thinker and Modok team up. That sounds that sounds <laughs> about perfect. Um, and. Yeah. Uh, and set because they're both I don't know they're both like very mind gamesy type villains, um so so like what you said like where the one took over the other and, and then also just in general, yeah. <laughs> I like when Modok gets taken seriously, like yeah there's um what was it uh there was like that there was that uh bit where like he kind of was like hit rock bottom and he but he climbed himself mm-hmm. back up to being respectable right. again. Like that was a really good run where like he was uh got you know basically got back taking over aim mm-hmm. and I think it was also around the time when that Modok Seven uh run mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, like yeah he he he's 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 really it's yeah when he's taken seriously and when like, when he does you know an actual the uh actual villain stuff it's yeah. it's pretty amazing. I, now I will say I also like silly Modok. Um, I think he's a he's a great go to silly comic book villain and i loved him in ant-man um i i i was like there are very few there are very few characters who if you just like put them on a movie i'm like oh i didn't and and i thought the way they handled him in in ant-man was like was like spot on like i i don't know i'm people call me a contrarian but i loved that movie but uh but i just thought i thought the way they handled him was 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 great um, and then, and then at the same time I was reading the captain, the, the, uh, the Steve Rogers, captain America book. And, uh, and I forget which one it's, I forget what it's called. Sentinel of Liberty, Liberty, I think. Cause there's the, the, uh, right now there's two, there's the Steve Rogers book and there's the Sam Wilson book. And I, I dropped off the Sam Wilson book. I hope that doesn't make me racist, but, uh, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. Sam, Sam Wilson is cap. I mean, I like him as a character, but as Captain America, I think he's a little bit weak, especially if you have, if it's a have your cake and eat it too he's, thing. Um, for some yeah. reason, I was for some reason I was okay with with Bucky and Captain America and 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 Steve kind of going around at the same time, um, but but like, I it's it's it's, it's a thin it's a precarious I, line. I think what it is, because I also liked Sam the last time he was Captain America. So I think what it is, is that the, the last time that Sam was Captain America and 
the last time Bucky were, was Captain America, Steve had been taken off the table, uh, either because mm-hmm. of his because of his death or because he got old, um, mm-hmm. and then because he was evil, uh, and uh, but like now, now there was like they just wanted two books, so they it, it didn't seem. It didn't uh, ring quite as true, but the, but the Captain America book was, is, uh, or the, uh, the Steve Rogers book is, is still, is, I'm still reading. Um, and, uh, and they, they did an arc with, uh, with, with MODOK, like really screwing with people. Um, and it was, it was really enjoyable. Uh, he was, he was like a really legitimately scary villain. Okay. Trivia, trivia. Sorry. Okay, and for the trivia, which Earth was King Gerald from? Uh, 7511. Right. Uh, I was paying attention. <laughs> I, and that would be that clown. So um, would you like to plug anything before we finish up? Uh, sure, you can find everything I do at kendallcast.ninja or uh, the Kendallcast uh, feed on uh, the iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcatcher. Um. I do a show called uh, what? What am I even doing right now? I do a show called "That's What We Called Music," uh, where we review uh, the songs from "Now That's What I Call Music." Uh, I ha- I do a show called the Kendall Cast Movie Roundtable, where we review movies. Um, and I do a bunch of different stuff for the out of print Star Wars customizable card game. A bunch of shows for that, or a bunch of yeah. Um, and uh, we're gonna have uh, some War and Beast uh, coverage for the new the new Beast Wars movie eventually, so uh, that's gonna be on War and Beast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at K Hallman. I'm there today. I, who knows if I'll be there tomorrow? Um, the way that it's been get it's Twitter's been getting like Twitter was always bad, but it's like gotten or it's gotten way worse. Like it's gotten worse. Like in in every possible way. Like there's, I mean. Yeah, and there was like a and there was like a moment where it looked like it was just going to be just stable mm-hmm. and then it dropped. I'm still on the wait list for Blue Sky and Hive still doesn't have a desktop version. So until until one of those things happens or until it gets like 10% worse, um I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I did I did um semi retire my my uh my uh, my movie Twitter account and and my Star Wars card Twitter account. So like I'm I'm actually although I did tweet it on the Star Wars card. T- anyway, uh, whatever that yeah K K Hallman on on stuff and and Kendallcast Ninja uh, and uh, uh, Kendallcast Network on YouTube. But you probably but that's mostly Star Wars card content too. All right, and you can find Alphabet Flight on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram at at Alphabet Flight. And uh, can also catch uh, Art's other new podcast, Justice Like Lightning, a Thunderbolts podcast, where they go, they're going over uh, the the Thunderbolts comic, like issue by issue now. Uh, I don't know if he, I mentioned that to you, Kendall, but he also sa- uh, said that he might actually go <laughs> do Dark Reign too because because of the th- stuff the Thunderbolts oh, did dark, during that. So like like Dark Avengers. Yeah, like he. Like Art said, like they're basically going through the Thunderbolts from the very okay. beginning, you know, from when. The, in fact, the first couple of episodes that are out now are talking about the Onslaught saga that sets up the you know heroes, the mis- the wiping out of the heroes and stuff like that, so that uh, the Thunderbolts can come in as like mm-hmm. replacement heroes and stuff, and then they're going on from there. But uh, Art seems like he 
like they plan to uh, also continue when it goes into Dark Avengers and stuff like that, and branching off a little bit mm. during that time because of because uh, of significance right, and right, stuff. Right. Yeah, because the yeah, cause, I mean the Dark Reign stuff does does because uh, then at that point the the Thunderbolts is the Dark Avengers, and then the Thunderbolts book is like their like espionage team or their Black Ops team. Um, yeah, that's a that's an interesting that's an interesting time. I also I've always. That's that's one of those runs that I've that I've meant to to go back to the beginning, um, uh, old old version of Hawkeye, not not the not Hawk guy, and not Jeremy Renner like classic classic version of Hawkeye that we don't really have anymore. Yeah, he let's see, he I think he was like in the what would be middle of the of the very first. Like run when like after Zemo was like you know displaced and he he became the leader I, right I don't know I know it was I just know that that's like a that it's a relatively early Thunderbolts run that uh that like uh, is celebrated and uh, huh. and um okay. I you know I thought it was the the beginning but I but I probably am wrong because uh, you just corrected me so oh <laughs> no. no. So- Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought you, oh yeah. I, no, I no, 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 you're, no, it is, yeah. it is good for you to have There's, corrected they, me. They, uh, you know, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be on the record being wrong. Yeah. So it's, I, that, I mean, that makes sense that there would have been something before, but it's like relatively early. It's not, it's not something yeah. from the last, it's not something from the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And. And it's not like the the team has been continuous. It has disbanded. Mm-hmm. Like a new team has come together to take it to take up the name too. So, so uh, like on Thunderbolts one could could be. There's probably I think there's like three uh-huh. or four of them. There's like three four of volumes of Thunderbolts. So I always like the I always like the red Thunderbolts. <laughs> the um the Thunderbolt Ross Thunderbolts. Oh Ross, uh, uh, that was a, that was a really fun run uh, where uh, it was it was uh, like. Red Hulk and Deadpool and Punisher and Black Widow and was Agent Venom on that one too? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember. Spe- I specifically liked it because like one fifth of an issue every month is the right amount of Deadpool. <laughs> so like like he was because he was he was on the team so he was in the issue but it wasn't like but like it wasn't overdone. I can only take so much Deadpool. <laughs> yeah well with that uh we'll say goodbye and may Conchu protect you on all your night travels good night <laughs>